All right, hey everybody, it's uh, time for like a random episode or a trending Tuesday episode that could come out on a Wednesday or Sunday, or kind of like this is we've only done this once with the show, and I've been wanting to do it again, and then I was like, uh, like I'll explain it, but then I realized that there'd have to be outreach, uh, and I kept putting it off because I said, well, uh. You know, Max is really the only person that I kind of know on the internet that's involved in the gaming business, and I don't, I don't know if I know Max T well enough. Uh, another personal hero, somebody that's really out there, uh, uh, doing great things out there in the world and making great podcasts. In addition to games, uh, Max uh, T at cards, uh, but uh, even that, I said, well, that take too much thinking and worrying to get a hold of Max. Uh, so I said, okay, let's just put this idea on the shelf again, Scoots, till, uh, they, they, till that Wizard of Oz thing happens and they give me the courage certificate uh, and I can hang that up in the podcast studio. But then I found myself in, in beautiful downtown Oakland, California, with some extra time on my hands. And I wandered into a game shop. And I, uh, so this will be the setup. Uh, so, uh, I guess, I don't know, I always do things a little bit out of order. But so I've been meaning, so now I'll jump it back. I guess this is like a meander, or this is more like a bend, or maybe this is a distraction. I'm not sure. But wait, anyway, I was thinking of something. No, I'm just kidding. But so I've been meaning to get a new game anyway uh, for Sophia and I to play at the, at the dinner table. Because of all the like uh, luxury problems I have, I constantly have to be discipline, disciplining Sophia for reading at the dinner table. I mean, not really, unless we're usually in the morning. I say, "Can can you put that book away? You got to eat breakfast." Uh, uh, but usually at dinner, I say, "Well, let's let's get some more bonding in here." And I say, "You know, I can only do if you listen to podcasts. You know, I say, well." I got, you know, I need subtext in my life, uh, not just in my in in the fiction and nonfiction I consume, but in order to handle the real world, I needed like uh, subtext and layers. So I said, well, what about some family bonding, competitive family bonding at dinner? We'll get some. Let's get a new game to play at the dinner table. And so I found myself in this board game store, and I said, okay, let's look. And I was looking around. And I was the only person in there because it was the middle of the day. And the person working or maybe the owner of the store uh, or the manager was like, hey, can I help you? And at first I, like at first I said, let's not – I didn't say this, but I, I gave the look. I said, no, let's not do that. Let's just uh, – like uh, I'm not, I can't handle that yet. He said, G- give me about 15 minutes to peruse or fake peruse. Uh, and I looked at some games and – uh, then, and I was actually buying time. So then I said, uh, they said, well, can I help you? And I told them, I said, I'm looking for a two player game. Uh, like we, I could play at the dinner table with my imaginary friend. I didn't, I should have said that. That would have been funny, but I didn't. And, uh, yeah, he said, okay. And I said, what do you think of this game here? And he said, it's a pretty good one. And we were talking about it. And then he kind of was like, what about a game? And I, and I didn't tell him this, but I said, it has to be a card game because I took the bus and I got to put it in my pocket. Uh, but he steered me towards a couple actual board games because it was a board game store. And the, then uh, and then we were talking games for a little bit. Uh, and I said, I think I'm going to get this one. Then I said, then I said hey, like, uh, 
I said, okay, like, uh, we also want to, like, uh, use your facilities, uh, but I'm really going to buy this. Don't worry. And so I bought this game, and, and that leads into the, like, uh, why. It's like, uh, like, we did the Goonies game unboxing back in Goonies week, whenever that was. I, I think it was in 2017. I don't know if it was in the spring or the summer. And I said, man, that was really fun, like, uh, unboxing. This will be more of an unwrapping and box opening because it's a card game. And so I haven't reached out to the manufacturer or the creator of the game. So this is what's interesting. It's very rare. I mean, I guess I could put it out anyway because it's like free advertising for the game. And I think if I just credit them, I'm covered. But, uh. I think of a courtesy, I would reach out to them and, say, and they say, oh, no, no, I tried your podcast. Like, in case it's a person that's left a one-star review, they say, I tried your podcast. Uh, but I don't think so. And I think, like, it's a good thing. And ideally, this will be a very immersive. Now, there will be an occasional sound effect. I mean, not sound effects, but uh, I'll try to keep it off the mic. But there will be slight... Uh, uh, unwrapping because it still has a cellophane on it. So I, this is a true unboxing because I think going into it fresh, it brings the thrill of the unboxing videos without the unboxing, without the tech, you know, the tech products are usually what I un- get unboxed. And yeah, so this is, so, so this will be good. So um, I'm going to unwrap it first so that there's only a little bit of a uh, thing and then I can crossfade too. So if it, if it is, so I'll stop talking and unwrap it. And maybe leave the sound effect in. But there, you just heard a little bit of it. Okay, so let's get the credits out here first. Uh, and, and ideally, it'll be in the show notes and the link, and I'll have permission. But the game is uh, trademarked. Uh, but I'm going to say the name of the game last. It's by Keith Baker, K-E-I-T-H Baker. And the manufacturer is uh, Atlas Games, but the copyright is uh, 2015 Trident Inc., uh, doing business as Atlas Games. And uh, the names of the games are trademarks of uh, Trident Inc. All rights are reserved, so I don't know. Uh, But what I'm just going to be doing is uh, I won't use any pictures of the game. So this is all in your imagination. And you could check out their games at atlas-games.com or just Google Atlas Games. Or better yet, go to your local game store. And here's the big reveal. The name of the game is, is, is and you know I love titles and, and, and humor, is Fairy Tale Gloom. And it, it's the size of a double pack of cards, uh, so a rectangle. And then it says, the game of uh, grim incidents and unhappily ever afters. And on the cover, it has a, a wolfie poo in bed. And then a cat, a cat in boots, I guess puss in boots with an apple, giving it to wolfie poo. Uh, there's also some hidden cookies. Then there's um, a, a tree, like a woodcutter that's made of wood coming in. So that's the cover, the front art, and it's really, really good art. And then here's the teaser on the back. And there is an original game called Gloom, and I was struggling between, and this is where I say I'm growing as a person in a second, I'll tell you, but uh, 
the original game Gloom looked pretty good too, especially for my daughter. We're big into we watched uh, all the Adams Family movies, like uh, the first two, uh, like a, a lot of times. And uh, and I think she read um, she's read a lot of his books, so this is kind of humor. Yeah, but then I said, oh, and then so then I asked the person. I said, this fairy tale gloom is is it an expansion pack? Do I need the original gloom gloom, uh, or can I play it? And he said, no, no, you could play it by itself. Uh, and I said, terrific. I said, sold. If I can use your bathroom, this pack of cards is sold. Uh, and it, it was a. Uh, yeah, so I so yeah, the deal with I said you have yourself a deal. Uh, contingent on restroom usage. Uh, <laughs> uh so here we go. This is the back. It says uh, let's see. I mean some of them the delightfully uh, the delightful yet untimely and uh, not so great stories of childhood. And I'm changing some of this around paraphrasing it. Let's face it, fairy tales are awful. Uh, giants uh, fall from the sky. Uh, wolfy poos and old women uh uh chase to you know, run around uh, uh people take porridge uh without permission and tall tell tales of uh, stuffy stuffing uh fairy tale gloom is a card game about what really happens to characters fairy tale characters like jack gretel and puss in boots uh Un- unf- unfortunate uh, thingamajigs where heroes get tricked by foxes, give up on grandma, and cry woofy poo too many times. And here's what this uh, person at the game store really liked. It, is, it has award-winning gameplay with clear cards. Uh, unique transparent cards stack on top of each other to make scoring easy. Uh, the points you see are the points in play. It's that simple. And it's for two to four players. It takes 60 minutes, age 13 and up. So if he is uh, a strong 10, so I'd say, uh, you know, I'd say, I, I guess, uh, well, we'll see when I look at these cards because she hasn't seen the game. She knows I have it. I said, uh, I said, yeah, we're going to play this game this weekend. Yeah, okay, so I'm opening the box and there are two things of cards in here. And, uh, and then, so I'll open the cards. I'll be right back. Okay. And and when I was opening the cards, I accidentally found the instructions. I thought the instructions might be card size, but they're in the box. So we'll do the, um, kind of like we did with the Goonies game. We'll go through the uh, cards and, and figure out if we can determine the gameplay. Uh, the cards are clear. And uh comes with two card effect cards, which we'll look at last, because those probably tell some secrets. Uh, and so this is the first deck of cards. It comes with uh, Snow White, uh, who is the fairest of them all. And she's got an, an unfortunate appetite for uh, apples. And again, the art is really creative, and there's like uh, a lot of extra art on the cards. Uh and then on the back of it, it says gloom. So I don't know if, like, you flip these cards over. It must be part of the gameplay. Uh, the next card is a Little Mermaid, uh, a fish out of water. And she's kind of sitting there. She's not Ariel. She's uh, she's kind of, she has really big eyes, and she's uh, leaning on a rock with a bird on it. And she's kind of staring either at the water or her, or her tail. 
Oh, I guess her tail, because it says she's trying to get a leg up in her pursuit of love. And there's even like a, like it's like their pictures are framed. And at the top of her frame is a book. And at the bottom of it is the, uh, uh, the masks, uh, from like comedy and tragedy. And again, really detailed. Uh, next up is, uh, Joe the Giant. Uh, he's a, co- a co- occasional ogre or org. Ogre, 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 ogre. I always got it. Remember, uh, I get that org and ogre. It's O G R E, though. Ogre. 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 Org. At some point in my childhood, maybe I got orc and org mixed, you know, I got those two mixed up permanently. And it burned a pathway in my brain. And he is a purple person, like a kind of purple giant with uh, pointy ears. And he's scratching. It looks like he's scratching his chin. And he actually's dressed. So he has a belt on and a vest, a uh, button-up vest and pants, no shoes. I can't tell. You know, this is a, the podcast closet. So uh, pretty interesting. And it says, he just wants to make an honest living collecting bridge tolls and selling golden eggs. And he's contemplating, it looks like he's contemplating um, a vine. Uh, Next card is the prince, who's remarkably charming. And he looks like a kind of prince you'd see in like the fractured fairy tales with uh, Bullwinkle the Moose. Uh, Those used to be out when I was a little. He likes uh, Sleeping Beauty's long hair. Uh, dislikes witches, uh, thorns, no frogs, please. And he's doing the thing where you put your thumb up and you point at a person when you like go click, click with your mouth, like, hey, looking good. He's doing that move and he's a giant grin, you know, like a thousand dollar smile. He's wearing a purple cape, which is flowing in the breeze, a hat with a feather in it. And like really sharp, I mean, very prince, very uh, fairy tale prince like. Now, this could be our first controversy because all of the seven dwarves are on one card, they can't be happy about that. You'd say, Who is it, grumpy or grouchy? Would say, What the heck, we only get one card? It says, A band of brothers, uh, they've been grumpy ever since the dragon stole their gold. Wait, is that the right story? And the light in here is not ideal, so I can't, especially with clear cards. Uh, but there's definitely seven of them. These look like a more, a little more human. Uh, they all have beards uh, and different style mustaches and beards, different shades of gray, uh, red, and brown. And they're kind of all cramped into the frame, and they're really like looking hard. And here's one of our favorite cards, uh, the stepmother, frequently L-I-V-E or E-V-I-L. Is that the first time I realized that E-V-I-L and L-I-V-E were the same, (laughs) reversed? Uh, It's not her fault. She was misled by her mirror. And she's looking, uh, I can't tell, like, if she's side-eyed or what, uh, but there is a mirror in the background, her hands on her chin. And she has a sharp chin and her hair's not, I can't tell if that's her hair or she's wearing like a 
some sort of a veil or head head covering. Um, she's she does not look very charming at all, though. Nothing like Agatha. And here's another character from Sleep with Me, uh, kind of the witch. Uh, often this one, often wicked, wicked, awesome. I, I added that. Uh, uh, she's got kids uh, at her cottage and farmers uh, taking her grains, enough to make anyone cast a curse. And this witch is like uh, stirring a cauldron with a ladle. Looks like she's about to taste it. Uh, she has one eye closed and one eye open. It looks like she almost has a marsupial pouch with some sort of um, a friend of hers in it. And she has the, like, I like this. She has the witch's hat, but it, it ends in like a curly cue, kind of like from Nightmare Before Christmas style uh, art um, versus being pointy. Uh, so that's a witch. This one is Wolfie Poo, uh, both big and bad. Uh, he'll huff and he'll puff, uh, and he might just uh, go visit your grandmother and give her a kiss. Wolfie Poo. And this has a like a shadow. It's all in shadows, but it kind of shows a smiling Wolfie Pooh, uh, ready to howl at the full moon, and say, "Hey, I'm here to lick and kiss anyone who needs it." Uh, then we have the woodsman, uh, helpful huntsman. He's a lumberjack, and he's okay. I think that's from. Um, I can hear that song now in my head, uh, Monty Python, I think, saying it. And he looks very serious. Uh, he's got, he's ready to cut some wood. He's wearing, it looks like mittens, uh, from what I can tell. A very full beard and a full head of hair. A thick green jacket on, so he's ready to go out in the woods and chop some wood. How much wood would a woodman, woodsman wood? Yeah, I guess we need a W. How much wood... Would a woodsman whack? Uh, doesn't quite fit, but uh, that's the woodsman. And then is Goldilocks. Uh, this is she's a furniture critic, uh, and she looks like a grouchy kid, a little bit like a like a, a younger Veruca Sol. And she's going to come in, and and she may sleep in your bed or use your chairs. Uh, and she kind of looks a little bit like she's pouting, and she's looking at a chair. It doesn't exactly like it look like a kid you'd want, even if you were, you know, surprised sleeping in your house, especially if you were one of the three little bears. Okay, now we're into a different kind of card. So these cards were the character cards, seemingly. And they're clear. All the cards are clear, as I said, in... Uh, but they have black, white writing on black backgrounds. Uh, and the backs of the cards all say gloom uh, uh, with a crow or a raven on the back. Uh, so I guess when the card's not in use, you turn it to gloom or when you can no longer use it in the game. Now, these next cards is probably some kind of action card. Uh, they're black writing on a blue background. And again, lots of details. Like in the four corners of these cards, one has a set of scissors, another has an apple, another has a mushroom, and then the last one has a bottle of something. And then the pictures still have a frame. And let's see, this one says, pay the piper. 
It looks like it has boots with wings on it. Um, maybe. And it says all players, including you, must uh, remove one unfinished character from the game. Uh, then remove this card from the game. It also has a single pip on it, uh, so I don't know if that's a number, like uh, like just a single circle. It looks like some sort of dice pip, just bigger. Uh, but I don't know if that's just so you can see it through the cards. Uh, and uh, so, I don't know, so I guess, like, that's interesting. We already learned that you, there's unfinished characters in the game. So that's Pay the Piper. Uh, the next card is Emperor's New Clothes. Okay, so it still has the same picture in the frame of, like, uh, uh, boots and the woodsman's tools and some other stuff. Uh, and this says, discard all modifier cards on one unfinished character. So these must all apply to one unfinished character. And I guess I do wonder if this game's going to be a little bit like... Um, munchkin where you like uh, have a character and then you can add all these modifiers around them uh this one says the galosh is a fortune that's funny uh choose two unfinished characters and swap their top modifier cards so it's interesting uh so it is like characters with modifier cards so this is uh, we're learning and all these cards have had one pip on them uh, next one is movie rights. Uh, place this card under a story card. For the rest of the game, that story cannot be moved. Uh, this one is the love's true love's kiss. Uh, cancel and discard an unhappy ending card as it's played, or remove and and discard an unhappy ending card from a character. So this seems like a powerful card, very powerful. Uh, hold on to that one. Uh, lived in a shoe. This one has different art. It says the end, uh, like in a like a book, and it says uh, worth an additional plus ten uh, with the money icon. It's a tight fit, but it's got a bit of soul or got a lot of soul. That's hardy har har. So maybe these are story cards. Uh, make a nice make a nice meal. Worth an additional minus ten. Uh, for the goblet or uh, flying bird card. According to three bears, you were just right. Uh, here's another one that says, make one last meal. Again, it says it has a picture of the book. It says the end. You could play this unhappy ending card on any unfinished character with the sun icon, regardless of a self-worth score. You know, so there's another learning opportunity. There's a self-worth score. Wonder if I could keep these in my pocket. Uh, it's the deal of a lifetime, literally. One one last deal. Uh, never came home. Uh, this one is worth an additional minus ten with the bird icon. Home is where Wolfie Pooh is waiting in Granny's nightgown. Uh, forgot to, to didn't wake up to their alarm. Uh, it's worth an additional minus 10 with the uh, star or uh, um, uh, bust icons. Uh, you snooze, you lose. I mean, bust, like uh, the bust of a, like a, the head of a statue. Use the wrong cup. Worth an additional minus 10 with the cup icon. You chose poorly.
this one used up nine lives. Uh, you didn't just waste your time. You wasted nine. Yeah, I'll try to speed through these ones. Uh, uh, had to deal with the stepsisters. Uh, that's, n- you know, negative. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have called them ugly stepsisters quite so often, huh? Uh, his carriage turned up late. Uh, it's nearly midnight and the pump- pumpkin driver's late. And this is the last one in this one. Uh, worked far too hard. Uh, Hi ho, hi ho, oh no. Now we're on to a new style card, uh, which seems to utilize. This must be a modifier card because it uh, is clear where the, uh, in the center of the card is clear. Like there's no art. So if you had a um, person in fr- a framed person or place, uh, it would go over it. Then it has a circle with a negative 10 on the left corner. In the middle right, it has a negative 15 circle. And then on the right side, it has a wand. And it says, uh, oh, least new legs. It says, and the player to your right may randomly select and keep one card from your hand. They're all yours for a song. Well, all your songs. Uh, this one is a negative 25. It has a money symbol and a love symbol. It's about getting married. It says mar- getting married. Uh, so these ones are not super interesting. Uh, met, met Wolfie Poo. So these are like, like modifier cards. Needed to know a name. Ne- these are all negatives. So I don't know if you're supposed This might be one of those games where you're supposed to lose points. Purloin uh, some porridge. That's uh, pretty funny. So the writing in these games is really good. Uh, uh, saved both slippers. Uh, shouldn't have strayed. Uh, here's a new card though. Uh, this one has a uh, sleeping beauty in the middle under spotlights and it says, uh, slipped off into slumberland. Uh, and if you get this one, you can't play an event card. It's got negative 10, negative 10, negative 10. Uh, so you probably don't want that one. It kind of skips your turn. Here's one with a plus 10 or minus 25. Uh, took a sword from a stone. Um, each player whose uh, family has a wand icon and it must discard all event cards from their hands. Uh, don't be a sword loser. So again, this is uh, allergic to apples. This card is negative 10. Uh, who takes fruit from a stranger anyway? Uh, was caught by a curse. Uh, that's negative 30. Definitely don't want that one. Uh, wish to have the curse reversed. Uh, you'll need a certain potion first. Uh, discard your entire hand. Uh, fooled by fairies. Uh, they don't play fair. Uh, fooled by a fox. Uh, you didn't want those cards anyway. Uh, so there's a pretty like uh, robust number of these cards that I'm going to try to skip over here. And let's see. It is cool that they they do have a card feel to them, even though they're clear and they're, they're pretty stiff. Uh, then there's one with a frog prince uh, uh, sitting on a lily pad. It flies nearby. And it says, was turned into a toad. Uh, your draw limit is decreased by one card. Try not to croak. And it says negative 10, negative 10. And let's see here. 
So here's a little hint into the um, rules, because uh, these are like the hint, the cards uh, on your card. Uh, first, to take two actions uh, from among these options. Play an event for, for its effect, then discard it. Uh, play a modifier on a character and leave it there. Uh, play an unhappy ending on a character with negative self-worth uh, as your first action only. Even though it's no offense, but I said, well, that's C on the list. Uh, I would make it A. Uh, claim a story if your family meets its requirements. Uh, discard your entire hand or pass your action by doing nothing. Uh, then second, uh, so first you can take two actions. Then you can draw up uh, back up to your draw limit, which is five, unless you have an effect that's changed it. And then card effects, uh, there's different card effects uh, applied to the player who they were played on, uh, not necessarily the player who played them. There's immediate effects, uh, which are resolved right away. Uh, continuous effects, which continue, they each have a different symbol. The immediate effects is an arrow going to the right. Uh, continuous effects is a circle with an arrow inside it going to the left. Uh kind of like it can, I guess, uh, continues to affect the game for as long as their effects text is visible. Uh, persistent effects, which is two kind of circles uh, rotating in clockwise order. Uh, keep working for as long as the portrait picture remains visible, even if their effect text is covered. And then response effects can only be played during another player's turn in response to something specific. And then there's another deck of cards, but I'm going to skip the, like, action cards and go to the characters, and then we'll go to the rules. Uh, so here we go. These are the characters in the other deck. Baby Bear, who's a porridge enthusiast. Uh, nobody puts Baby Bear in a corner, and it's a bear looking at an empty bowl of porridge, unhappy. Uh, then there's a Barnabas Porker, an enterprising little pig. And uh, I just dropped all the cards on the floor. So, so but, but, so I'm going to keep going though. Because uh, I don't like, I still have some character cards, but uh, just, just full disclosure, I went to turn and they all fell on the floor, except for the ones in my hand, which is Cinderella, a mysterious maid. And she's holding her glasses slipper, uh, kind of smiling. She's got glass a slip, a slippers and a pumped-up pumpkin. It's good to have a godmother. Uh, then we have a grandmother. <laughs> Your grandmother says, uh, As if her teeth weren't strange enough, uh, rumor has it she swallowed a fly. And it's kind of a picture of a sweet woman uh, with a watch on or something in bed uh, reading a book. Really, it's very charming. Uh, then we have Hansel and Gretel. It says Homewreckers. Uh, they look a little bit like a Charlie Brown drawing meets uh, Calvin and Hobbes. These kids will eat you out of house and home, really. And they're kind of eating uh, candy from uh, the house. Uh, then we have Jack uh, from Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, all of his problems amount to a hill of beans, and he looks very eager. He's just uh, climbing the uh, vine. Oh, then the wooden boy was Pinocchio from the cover, a living doll. He's a head by a nose. That's Pinocchio. 
uh, how about Puss in Boots is a clever cat. Uh, and he's kind of got his eyes closed and he's putting out his hand to get five. Uh, he's making his mark with his made up man marquee, making his mark with his made up marquee. Uh, then I have one, uh, with the harp, uh, like the singing heart or, or harp or whatever it says, uh, was rewarded with riches. And this seems to be a positive modifier card because it's got plus tens on it. Uh, was the bell of the ball. That's a modifier plus 20. Uh, then there's one, uh, went back to bed. Uh, there's one from beauty and the beast became a beast. Uh, the, the discard, uh, one card from your hand. Uh, so that's a negative modifier. Okay, I picked up the cards from the floor, but the podcast studio looks a little bit like, I don't know if you listen to Dear John and Hank, but how John says this car looks, uh, it kind of, there's a lot of stuff on the floor of the podcast studio, papers and stuff, uh, so hopefully I didn't lose any cards down there. But these other cards, there's some modifiers, let's do some modifiers with pictures, there's the magic mirror, and the magic mirror looks like it's giving out bad advice, uh, worth a negative 15 points, uh. There's an ugly duckling card with a bunch of uh, duck ducklings. These must be family cards because this is a negative 10 points for each family member. Uh, brick house. Uh, cancel and discard cards. Uh, fee five fo fum uh, Happy ending. Uh, into the woods. Uh, midnight. These must be the story cards maybe. Uh, cried wolf one too often, once too often, uh, uh, dealt with, uh, some skin stuff, uh, became foam, uh, prepared a picnic, uh, let's see what else we got, uh, did a dance off, that looks fun, uh, was ravishing, uh, here's Rapunzel. She was one of the, must have been a character card. Fair-haired and balanced. Uh, she's not one to split hairs. Uh, Red Riding Hood, Gran Granny's Girl. She knows all too much about life in the hood. Uh, there's a buddy, Rumpelstiltskin, who's like a family card. Uh, Fairy Godmothers, uh, like, must be a family card. Golden Goose. These look like good cards to have. Maybe not, though, uh. Uh, went up on a trip, uh, dealt with some things. Yeah, I had to fix the cards because I did a lot of them were upside down. Uh, uh, came down from the sky, uh, gets married, uh, nothing to do. So these are all like store end of story cards. Lived happily ever after. That must be a good one. Uh, brought down a beanstalk. That looks like a good, powerful card. Uh, found first love. Holy mackerel. This game's got everything. Uh, uh, got a gift from the godmother. Uh, came into a crown. That's worth plus 25. So keep an eye out for that. Carried a compass. Uh, outwitted by an ogre or an ogre, uh, which would be both for me. Uh, majestically. And that's the end of the card. So let's just take a quick look at the instructions because I can't, I can't really get a good idea of, uh, even after looking at the cards, I say, I have no idea how many, how many hours this is going to take me to learn the game and then have my daughter see through that I don't really understand the game and see the tactical advantage it gives her. This is what usually happens with my dyslexia. 
my daughter uses his to say, well, dad, uh, I don't think it like, I say, okay, so that's negative 5,000 for me. Really? Uh, so this is the rules for fairy tale gloom. Not too, not too big. And there are quick start rules, which is nice. So the overview, overview is the character, each player has a family, and this will be paraphrased, uh, four characters, uh, the players are trying to make their own family the most miserable while cheering up the other player's family. So that's what the uh, person at the store was saying was fun. Uh, characters can become sad or happy pr- pr- primarily by having modifier cards played on them. And each modifier affects the character's mood. And there's event cards uh, you can play for immediate effects. As the game continues, the character's individual stories come to a close. One by one, as unhappy ending cards are played on them. When an entire family has had an unhappy ending, the game ends. Uh, and you tattle, tattle, no, you total up uh, uh, the scores of how they're feeling, and the most miserable player wins the game. Okay, so you set it up by dividing the 20 character cards on the table where everybody can see them, and each player chooses four. Uh, all cards are laid face up on the table in front of their owners where the other players can see and reach them and return any unused characters to the box. You don't use them. Uh, then you deal the cards. Set aside the story cards and the reference cards. Shuffle the rest of the cards in the deck. Deal five cards to each player face down and put the rest of the deck in the center of the table with a discard pile. Uh, stories, uh, randomly choose two story cards, uh, and lay them face up where everyone can see and reach them, but where they won't be confused with the discard pile. This is going to be interesting with dinner plates involved. Uh, return the rest of the story cards to the box. They won't be used. Uh, begin each player briefly, uh, summarizes the, how their day's going and how well it's not going. And the player with the roughest story gets to go first. Uh, the game's owner chooses whose tale is the most miserable if there's a disagreement. Okay, so quick start. Uh, rules in this section will get you started playing it right away. Uh, but there are card- cardinal rules, too, uh, which we kind of went up, uh, went through. Uh, there's events that have immediate effects uh, and they're discarded. There's modifiers and there's unhappy endings. And you can take two actions and then make sure you have five cards in your hand. But that's not all. Uh, fairy tale gloom is the most fun when the player taking an action tells or continues a story. Oh, so this is also a storytelling game. Uh, think of it this way you're creating a fairy tale with the cards you play. How is it that Cinderella became a toad? Uh, did she find a magic lamp or what happened? Uh, was it a leprechaun? Why was Pinocchio pursued by a prince? Uh, did he blow his nose on his pocket square? You decide and you let the other players, uh, you tell the other players in an interesting way. Uh, there are no formal rules for fairy tale gloom storytelling and no right answers. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not important. Quite the opposite. Many Gloom players think of telling tales as the best part of the game. Uh, fairy tale Gloom cards are transparent in some areas and opaque in others. As the game goes on, cards are often stacked uh, 
on top of each other. Modifier cards on top of player character cards, uh, as well as on top of previous modifiers. Uh, as the modifier cards stack up, there's different uh, worth values, uh, card effects, and story icons, icons that are covered up and replaced. Uh, is a cardinal rule of fairy tale gloom in bold is that you only pay attention to what you can see. If worth points are concealed, they no longer affect the character's score. If a story icon is covered, the character no longer has it. Uh, even if effect is hidden, it no longer does anything. Persistent effects are the exception to this. Uh, uh, your cards have an anatomy here. There's the name. Uh, what is the card called? The self-worth points uh, in different circles. The story icons. Uh, uh, the deck icon. The effects. The flavor text. Oh, boy, I love that flavor text. Uh a delightful or dreadful bits of story and commentary that provide entertaining ambiance. Uh, flavor text is distinguished from effects text with italicies. Uh, uh, the portraits uh, are, are, are entertaining or comic and delightful to behold. Uh, some illustrations make it easy to, to tell cards apart. Modifiers never have in, in illustrations. Uh, unless they have a persistent effect. Other pictures make it easy to tell unfinished characters from finished characters, and all unhappy endings bear the same image. Uh, so we know that with an unhappy ending. Uh, so let's see. We've we got a few more minutes here. There's different types of cards. We went, we kind of went through that. Character cards, uh, event cards, uh, which uh, have names, effects, and share a common portrait image showing a pair of winged boots. Uh, so winged boots are the ones with the event cards. And I was right. And then the clear cards with just the circles are modifier cards. Uh, you can only play modifier cards on unfinished characters. So that is characters, oh, this is helpful. That is characters without unhappy endings. Uh, so the sooner you can put an unhappy ending on your character, uh, the sooner you have them locked in, I guess. Uh, uh, then there's unhappy ending cards. You can't play an unhappy ending as a second turn card. You can only play unhappy endings on a character with a negative worth score. Uh, once a character is uh, sees their unhappy ending, set it aside in a way that is clear that it's finished. Uh, then there's story cards. Each uh, story cards have names and effects. Uh, each one has a unique purple portrait, and a special portion is uh, uh, it's a requirement, a type of and quantity of story icons, and they're never shuffled into the deck, uh, and only two at a time are used uh, ever in a single game. Uh, game story cards begin the game uncontrolled on the loose and in the center of the table, not claimed by any player's family. In the course of play, though, any player can claim an uncontrolled story card by spending an action to do so, as long as the player's family meets the story requirements. Uh, for example, Rumpelstiltskin's uh, uh, requirement is two statue bust icons, and if your family collectively shows two statue buff icons, uh, you meet the requirements. And players can, you know, there's other stuff. There's uh, special actions like uh, discarding your hand and getting new cards uh, or passing. 
You can draw cards, a free play, so some modifier and event to make you get a free play. Uh, there's a, there's a alternate rules. You can assign characters, uh, if you you know, if people can't decide at the beginning which characters they're going to be or give them out randomly, uh, randomly than randomly deciding on stories, you can choose stories uh, if the players can agree, or you can play a very simple fairy tale gloom and ignore every card's effect text. Uh, this can be a good way to learn the game for the first time with younger children. And we went over the effect uh, categories, uh, but so let's get to the important stuff. Most uh, important for most children, but not all. Some like to actually have fun or just enjoy telling stories is winning the game. The game ends immediately and when all the characters in one family are finished. Uh, that is when they all have unhappy endings on them. When the game ends, each player adds up the worth cards. And all this is going to be hard for me because adding negative and positive numbers is rough. Uh, each character's uh, values are as a sum of their point values showing in the stack. Uh, the player with the lowest total is the one who wins, whose family is the most miserable. And right here are the credits, so we'll see who did the art here. Uh, concept and game design is by Keith Baker. Producers are Michelle Nephew, Jeff Tidball. And Kyla McCorkle Tonding. Uh, the illustrations are by Jame Fabregat, J A U M E F A B R E G A T. The layout is by Kyla McCorkle Tonding. Publisher is John Nephew. <clears throat> Here's a play tester, some lucky people Veronica Burns, uh, Cur- Curtis uh, Chen. Uh, Kenna Conklin, I, mean, I, I don't know, I get some uh, see-through on this paper, so it's tough. Uh, Jen Ellis, uh, Veronica Ewing, uh, Richard Malena, J. Ryan Potts, uh, Deanne Soule, Tristan Tarwater, and many more. And a special thanks goes out to Cam Banks, uh, Jessica Banks, uh, a bunch of other people. But I might as well say Bob uh, Brindelson, uh, Jerry Corrick, uh, Lisa Olson, and Travis Winter. And like I said, this game's copyright of Atlas Games, uh, Trident Incorporated. Who, who would have known that Atlas Games is or, or, or like uh, run by a secret uh, giant corporation? I'm just kidding. Atlas Games and Trident Inc. Uh, don't get gloomy about it. So this is gloom, and uh, hopefully uh, soon, me and my daughter will have a fun-filled, gloomy evening. Uh, with this board game and you know you can tweet me get me on twitter at dear scooter or something and ask me how it's going thanks